Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelley Verstraight. Part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap. Shelley, I think it's been like two weeks since we've been a podcast. We had a little all-star <laughs> break of our own. Yeah, yeah, we were we were like double all stars. Like we took a we took a while off, but it was <laughs> it was you know it was great. Uh, but it's you know good to be back talking with you, talking about the Red Sox. Uh, just yeah, heck yeah, been uh, an interesting start to the second half with uh, <laughs> uh, COVID postponement, rained out game that was played just long enough for the Yankees to take the league. You know, not that I'm a conspiracy theorist, and then actual full-on rainouts. It's been a been a rocky start. So, uh, if you're if you're just joining us, this is the the Red Sox precap. We recap the series that just ended, preview the one that's about to start. So we are going to recap a uh, two-game series, um, technically still in process. Uh, with uh, did, did you see when the the, the rainout is being made up? I had not seen anything yet. Yeah, they're doing like a double hitter. I think it's like August. 8th or 7th or something like that it's like whenever i think the next kind of uh toronto red sox series is cool there we go so we will have the final conclusion to that uh and then we will preview four game series another four gamer uh against the yankees but first up game one here against the blue jays nick pavetta versus ross stripling and boy did this one get out of hand quickly (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Ross Stripling uh, hasn't had a great season, and it really just kind of got a whole lot worse as he was absolutely rocked in a third of an inning for six runs. And then uh, Anthony Kay came in after him. It didn't get any better. Uh, and heading into the bottom of the second, it was 11 to nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> thankfully for Nick Pavetta, that was enough. <laughs> <laughs> who managed to get through six and two-thirds, four strikeouts, 
uh, two walks, did give up 11 hits, which is a lot of hits, and four runs, but obviously by that point, game was well out of hand. Uh, what did you think of Nick Pavetta's first start here after the break? Um, I really wasn't encouraged. Um, I mean, I'm really glad that the offense, you know, just really teed off on the Blue Jays pitching in like the first like two innings, really just the third of an inning. I mean, I really feel bad for Ross Stripling, but I mean, he didn't look great, right? He still gave up like so, so much contact. And it's like, yeah, it kind of, kind of sort of worked out this game, but I, yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling too great about it. Yeah, 11 hits in six innings is a whole lot, and it's kind of actually lucky just to give up the four. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to see that he didn't walk a ton of people, because um, when he's had his issues, he's kind of fallen back into his old ways there. Um, also really good to see Jaron Duran going opposite field for his first home run of his career. Yeah. He has been fun to watch so far. Uh, got the night off tonight, uh, but I think he's given them the jolt that they needed there. Um, well, I was going to, you know, normally we do the, the multi-hit piece here. Um, the Red Sox had a whole bunch. Uh, <laughs> JD Martinez had a four-hit game. Uh, Danny Santana, uh, Plawecki had a couple hits. Kike Hernandez had a couple hits. Jaron Duran, as I mentioned, he had a home run. Hunter Renfro had a grand grand slam. Yeah. I believe, I believe he did have himself a grand slam. Um, Kike Hernandez, who has just continued to be on an absolute tear since the All-Star break, also had a home run. And Danny Santana, he added one as well. Well, actually, Kiki Hernandez had two in that game. A um, lot of damage done on the home run ball here. Getting to Toronto. Then, game two. Rained out. Game three, or well, I guess technically now game two tonight. Garrett Richards versus Robbie Ray. Um, Shelley, this one seemed, coming into the night, rather lopsided. The good news <laughs> for the Red Sox they have a really good offense. Uh, and they were able to get to Robbie Ray early and kind of get him to fall into his old ways. Um, they knocked three home runs off of Robbie Ray for four runs in five uh, innings. And Garrett Richards, uh, equal to the task, three home runs of his own in five and two-thirds, gave up four runs. So thankfully the offense was able to bail Richards out, and Richards ended up being the pitcher of record for the game. Total... Seven runs, five homers for the Red Sox tonight. What did you think of uh, first Richards' performance and then of the bats? Um, I guess with Richards' performance, I guess it was okay. Um, there was a couple times, um, especially in the first couple of innings, where he was looking okay. Like, he actually was able to, you know, throw some of those those. Uh, pre-sticky stuff, uh, curveballs that would just, you know, just fell off the cliff. And I'm like, okay. Um, so I felt a little bit encouraged um, by, like, what I saw. Maybe not with the uh, results. Um, I mean, he still had the five strikeouts, only walked out one. Only gave up, you know, just four hits. I, I guess it's okay. Um, this is, like, the best that I felt about Garrett Richards since, you know, early June when the, you know, sticky stuff you couldn't use it anymore. Um, but, you know, just looking at the the Richards line and Robbie Ray's line, 
um, which is eerily similar, which is crazy to actually look at. Um, yeah. This is not what I expected um, how this game was going to go. Yeah. Um, Garrett Richards, has, when he's been stung, is it's been early in games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so to see him, like his, the all of his starts since the sticky stuff, he'd been giving up at least a run or two uh, in the first inning every time to see him get into start working into the third and not having to give up a run and really kind of scatter the hits it it's a weird one to make sense of but you're right it feels like it's his his best performance since the sticky stuff ban because yeah. um like ran into some bad luck giving up some homers but it was only four hits um didn't really walk anybody five strikeouts and a walk looked pretty good mm-hmm. so it kind of seemed like it ran into some tough luck but um, we will get into, uh, the pitching matchups for the Yankee series and we've got a little something exciting to talk about there. Um, but, uh, so who, I guess, um, for the purposes of this podcast, who is your, your MVP of the series, which of course won't be officially official for another couple of weeks, but, uh, since we're recording now, yeah. who you got? Um, I guess I'll go, um, uh, Kike Hernandez, since he hit three, what, three bombs in two games? Yep. Yeah, that's, I guess I'll go with him. Yep, that was exactly my choice, too. He has been hot since the All-Star break. I mean, it's 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 been five games, but he was on a tear leading up to it and had, like, what was it, five leadoff home runs, or three leadoff home runs in five games leading yes. up to the break, and then yeah. has continued that. And really, since the break, he has um, a 300 average. 391 OBP, three homers. Yeah. He's walked three times, only struck out once. Looking good. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take a quick break, come back, and preview the Yankees series. All righty, up to the minute standings. Boston Red Sox still on top of the AL East. Tampa Bay a game behind as they had a walk-off win tonight. Yankees currently seven and a half back. Uh, they are tied with the Phillies in the top of the eighth. Uh, Phillies have runners on third, uh, second and third with two outs. They just pushed a run across to tie it, so hopefully uh, they can wrap that up. But as it stands, Yankees are seven and a half back. Blue Jays eight back. Orioles 26 and a half. All right, four-game series against the Yankees. Just had uh, was supposed to be a four game series turned into a three game series um, or th- three and two and a half game series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, much here we got Tanner Houck going tomorrow in Game One versus Jordan Montgomery, Eduardo Rodriguez versus Garrett Cole, Nathan Evaldi versus Jameson Tyon, and then uh, Martin Perez versus Domingo Herman. So first piece of business, Tanner Houck getting a start. I don't believe he is replacing anybody in the lineup. It feels like because of the run that they have coming up with a whole, excuse me, a whole bunch of games in a row, it's probably just going to be tossed in there as like a six man. Um, I hope he gets more than one start. But uh, what are your thoughts on him starting? And do you think they'll employ the six man rotation, or do you think he is taking someone's spot in the rotation? Um, I think for right now, um, especially with uh, Garrett Richards' uh, game today, um, I don't think that he's really replacing anyone. I think they're just you could be because they have like so many uh, games like in a row. I think they're just kind of going kind of sort of six man here for a bit. 
Um, and it really depends on how well, one, how well Hulk does in this first game, and then, honestly, how well Richards and maybe Perez does going forward, whether, you know, he'll move, uh, back into, uh, uh, whether Hulk is going to move into, like, a starter's role, or not be, like, a piggyback of one of those other two guys. That's kind of, like, my feeling. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I, I feel like with this matchup here, I, f- I feel okay with it. I I, uh, I I feel like I need to knock on wood before I say this, or after <laughs> I say this, but I'm not really scared of the Yankees lineup right now. So I'm yep. totally okay with this. Same. Um, I saw a couple people theorizing on Twitter that because Hauk was going tomorrow that he would slot into Garrett Richards' spot the next turn in the order. Which would line up, but I agree with you. I don't think it's happening quite yet. Um, especially with all the talk leading up to Hauk being recalled, was that they wanted him for this stretch of games here all against the um, division, and they wanted to deploy him in a bunch of different ways. Uh, so I don't think he's taking anybody's spot yet. Yep. But he may. Um, and you're right. I feel really great about these two. I mean, Tyon's not having a great year. The Red Sox have been able to get to Herman, and Perez has been pretty solid. If Erod is pitching the way that he pitched previously, you can go toe-to-toe with Cole. So I feel great about that. And then, obviously, uh, everything we've seen from Hauk has been great. So I feel great about that, too. So this I feel this feels like the, the um, you know, they, they had a chance to bury them last weekend. It didn't work out. Um, I guess I don't really blame them for how the series went. They shouldn't <laughs> have played. The game they got called after six shouldn't even have been played. Yep. There was heavy rain. Should not have happened. They had the COVID uh postponement as well it was kind of a mess of a series so i feel like even though they dropped technically dropped two out of three in the previous series i feel pretty good about them going into this series and this is a chance for them to really bury the yankees this year and push them towards sellers at the deadline which would just be so delightful so i feel confident who is your uh what is your serious prediction and who is your uh, prediction for series mvp um, I think we take three out of four. Um, I do think that as much uh, as as promising as the last couple of Erod starts have been, it's still Garrett Cole, and he looked has looked pretty darn good uh, these last couple games. So I think that one's gonna be a tough one. But I'm gonna go three out of four um, against the Yankees, and for MVP. Um, hmm. I'm going with JD. He's he's looking pretty good right now. That was also my pick. Yeah, yeah he's been on fire too since uh, since the turn of the All Star break. Again, it's only five games, but he's batting 444 with two homers uh, and both solo shots, ironically, but also three doubles. So he's got eight hits and five of them for extra bases. He is having himself a nice start to the second half here. So he's also my pick. I'm going to go full sweep. I think they do it. I think they completely bury him. Yes. And Erod stifles coal yet again all right that's gonna do it for us uh you can find both of us both of us at over the monster where we write stuff and do roundtables you can also find both of us on twitter you can find me at spoken keats you can find shelly at shelly v underscore six four three thanks so much for listening we will be back again next week to recap this series and previous series against uh tampa i believe yep great i forgot to look at the schedule so <laughs> good pull <laughs> Thanks for listening.